Hi, I'm Julie Lucas, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm joined by artist Laura Deems, Darlington Class of 2012. Today, we'll be talking about life since Darlington, her career, and our Darlington Connects program. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thank you for joining me today, Laura. How are you? I'm great, Julie. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I am great. Thank you. So where are you calling in from today? I'm calling in from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I've been here for like, what, two and a half, going on three-ish years. And so um, in my studio apartment. So yeah. Well, tell me, where were you before that? I was in Charleston. So after Georgia, I moved to Charleston right out of school. And so I was there for uh, two-ish years and really enjoyed it. It was a great spot to start my career and it'd be very nurturing and small. So it was great. Very good. Well, uh, let's, let's kick it off with talking about your Darlington experience. When did you come to Darlington? How long were you here? Yeah. Um, so I came to Darlington in the sixth grade and went throughout, graduated from Darlington. Um, we're from Taylorsville, Georgia, so it's like 20 minutes outside of Rome. Um, but we always knew about Darlington. My parents really um, admired the opportunity that Darlington provided. And so, um, yeah, really enjoyed my whole experience was in the old middle school. So that was something. That's right. Yeah. You didn't get to enjoy all this beautiful new building. But the old one had such character. Yeah, it did. That long hallway in Mr. Vanez's office. It was, I love that building. Um, it was really special. Well, tell me, what all were you involved in while you were here? <laughs> um, I literally tried almost anything. I think every sport I dabbled in um, and gave them all a go. But socializing was definitely more so my speed. My sister, Hannah, Deems was like the all-star athlete, one state for golf, you know, freshman year. And so I laid low and just was kind of, I wandered around, <laughs> I guess. But I uh, really enjoyed Boys and Girls Club and volunteering outside of school in that way. But um, Now, did you participate in the arts while you were here? You know, I did. I did the art. I, would, I was with Miss O'Meara um, and loved that. But it really didn't become anything until college, which is really interesting. It wasn't something that I knew I really had um, growing up. So that's really interesting. I mean, I yeah, good, good for those, you know, younger students to hear that you may not have found that passion in high school, but sometimes it comes later. Yeah, it really does. And I think it has to be in the right environment and away from everything to see kind of what you're good at. Cause I think you're just kind of told what you're good at for a while. And then when you get away from it all, you discover it. So, so tell me a little bit, um, about your maybe your favorite teachers or it sounds like you might have had a few coaches or <laughs> advisors um you know Mr. Vanus was always a favorite he is such a wonderful man and um was really able to see all of the students in a way that you felt known by him which was um such a gift he had but in high school probably Mr. Marshall I think it he was his first year when I was like a junior or a senior but um he was an English teacher in just taught in a way that was so different. He was, um, the way he read to us and, you know, talked through the great Gatsby. It was probably the first time I realized like how I love words and how they can impact you and just the different angles you can, you know, see something. So he was probably my favorite out of the bunch. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Mr. Marshall. Yeah, he's a star. Oh, so good. What else about your time here? Did, uh, did you, you know, we do like to sometimes ask what your favorite spot on campus is. Did you have a favorite spot? 
You know, the chapel was really special because one, it's so beautiful and having chapel every Wednesday was something special and getting to hear whoever would speak. Um, the Cove is great because you get to, you know, hang out with everyone and um, get to see people who might not be in class with you. But overall, the whole Darlington experience, it was now in like doing what I do. I do feel like Darlington prepares you for what you go into. It instills a confidence in you because you're exposed to so many different cultures there early on. Um, that you just have, I don't know, you just even saying that you went to Darlington, I feel like it connects you to people, um, everywhere you go. If I say, you know, I went to Darlington, then you have this respect immediately, um, which I feel like is not with every school. So Darlington's really great in that way. I definitely agree. Do you still stay in touch with a lot of people from your class or in and around your class? I do. Um, I still have some really dear friends that I talk to almost every day. Um, going to Georgia, you stay in touch with a lot of people that went to Darlington. So that was really great. And it's really funny because um, my fiance is from Columbus, but all of his best guy friends are from Darlington. And so it's funny to just see how you're always just connected to people who went to school with you because you, Darlington creates really great people. So. Okay. Well, you mentioned your fiance. Tell us a little bit about that's new, right? That is new. We just got engaged, what, a month ago. And so um, he is from Columbus, went to Brookstone, which I feel like is super similar to Darlington, but we're excited. He is um, in Birmingham now with a job, so I'll be moving soon. So that's big news, but um, yeah, really excited. I feel like it will be good because I don't have a ton of clients in um, Birmingham. So it'll be a fun new adventure for me to start somewhere new and fresh. So. Well, we have a lot of great Darlington people in Birmingham, so we will make sure to connect mm-hmm. you with them. And have a good support system there. I can get for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, good. Well, you've told us that you went to Georgia. Tell us a little bit about your time there and how you how you found that your passion. Yeah. So when I got to Georgia, I um, started the art program there, which seems really random, but it was just seems like it was a fake thing. Now looking back, it was what I was supposed to do. Um, but my emphasis was in textile design. So think screen printing, um, pattern making, color theory. So painting was definitely not what I was supposed to end up doing. But all of my internships in college were with painters. So Lily Wallace, who was in Charleston at the time, now she's in Columbus, and Sally King Benedict, who was in Atlanta. Um, both were just so wonderful to me and really helped me see that you can create a business out of your artwork and how to sell it, how to um, carry yourself within the world. And they both do it, you know, sell the work completely differently. And so it was cool to see both sides and see what I wanted to create based off of the two people that I was under. Um, So in college, I started selling my artwork my senior year and it was just really successful. So when I graduated it seemed really promising. I was like, I can do this. Like, I don't, you said that this confidence, like, oh, I can make it happen and um, did. And so looking back, it's really funny to think that like at 23, it was from the very beginning, super successful. Um, but I think that one thing that people don't really say a lot and maybe it just worked in my situation, but um, the power of saying no, I think that everyone is always saying like, you should say yes to every opportunity that presents itself, but being a business owner, I think it's really important at the beginning to have a vision for who you want your client to be, where you want your artwork to be seen, how you want it to be sold, and um, really sticking true to that and having a vision for it. And so when people were offering me and these opportunities, and they were wonderful and really, really kind, being able to say no to them really set me apart because I 
at that age knew what I wanted and was kind of just going to keep doing my own thing until I got those, you know, opportunities that I was aiming for. So that was really special. I think that's really, really good advice. Will you tell our listeners a little bit more about, we've mentioned that you're a painter and that you're an artist, but tell, tell us a little bit more. Tell us a little bit about how, what your style is and yeah. how, you, how you would describe it. You know, it's so funny because I'm so bad at describing it, but I think that it's super different from other things you see just because of my background in textile design. So all the tools I use are very um, unconventional in the sense that they're made for screen printing. And so the squeegee and all the sponges, the way that I move paint around, um, I always paint flat. So if you were to put an easel in front of me, I would not know what to do with it. And so um, the way I communicate is differently because of that. So I would say an abstract artist, um, a very gestural, immediate um, painter, but the artwork itself is sold a lot of different ways. And that has been something that from the beginning, I think you're told you can really just sell through a gallery or be sold in a boutique and um, you can really sell anyway. And so my whole business is set up really based off of commissions. And so through the majority of the year, I am painting custom pieces for people upon request. Um, which is a different price point. And so because I really have this, I don't know, I always want to make my work accessible, but also feel like a luxury. And so I have two drops a year and that's just a way for me to make work accessible to the public at a more attainable price point. Um, and so that is good exposure because your work gets out there in a larger quantity. Um, cause you can, you know, I can paint a lot of things that I love on commissions, I can maybe just take on 20 or so per season. And so it's really great that way to get your work in front of people. So how would, how would somebody find out about when your drop is and how to be notified mm-hmm. of that? So you will be signed up for my newsletter and that's probably the best way to be up to date with a lot of details. Instagram is also a great marketing tool for people. I would probably suggest not selling directly off of Instagram. Um, but, you know, to find out updates, Instagram, newsletter, things like that. Um, and for commissions, you can email. Um, I just got a new person helping me. Her name is Shelly and she's been really wonderful to help Um just get all the information out to people who are emailing or calling and things like that. So, so how, who helped get you to this point? I know that you, you interned and have you had a mentor or do you have people because I'm, it's you, you have your art, which is your work. And you're also now trying to run the business with yeah. it. So I'm sure it's switching it's on and off different sides of your brain. So it do you, really is. yeah. And it's, I think that I, Oddly enough, I think it's rare that you find an artist mind that can also do the business side, but I do somehow. And so I think it's fun to figure out a way to strategize and um, how to, you know, get in touch with people and market yourself and also run the numbers. And my mom has been really wonderful and she is my accountant. And so mom has really always helped with the books, um, which have been, it's been such a gift. And then mentors, I mean, both internships, um, I still talk to Lily Wallace. I still talk to Sally a little bit, but Helen Davis, um, Helen Hanovich that you spoke to, I think in a past podcast, she and her husband have been really wonderful to me since the very beginning of helping me get going and just helping navigate this industry because it is something that, um, it's hard to really get into and carry yourself in a way that differentiates you from others. And so she's a great source that I always will just like 
listen to everything she says and trust her vision for, um, for it. So mentors are really important. I will say like every internship, everyone that's older than you that's been doing something that you might want to do, just observing everything I do and asking as many questions, um, is really the best way to learn. That's how I learn best is just from watching people. Well, I, I, I love that you uh, are connected with Helen. I didn't realize that. So that's very cool. And, yeah. um, you know, the connections through this podcast are eye opening and mostly for me, it's, I, I would, now I would like for you and Helen and Blake to all partner and come to my home and help, <laughs> let's help beautify it. It could be the reverse podcast. We could make a podcast about that project. <laughs> um, y'all are all so talented. So this is, this is just amazing to catch up with y'all like this. Um, We've shared a little bit of advice um, with our listeners today about not, you know, not always saying yes to every opportunity and being really thoughtful. What what else would you have to share with? And you know, so with, through Darlington Connects, we're we're looking to connect alumni, parents, parents of alumni, grandparents. We have so many amazing people in this community that are looking to help each other. They're looking to support our students and young alumni and and parents and everyone. So, um, I think everyone can take a little something, um, from each of this. So, so what would you like to share with our group of advice if they're looking to either follow their passion or start their own business or, um, really anything? Yeah. Um, you know, I never like thought I would have my own business. It was never something that I was like, I want to own my own business one day and be an artist. But, um, I think having people, like I said, that can encourage you in that. And there's really, you can never fail. I think a lot of what my business is right now is learning from what didn't work and reshaping it and figuring out what is the best way to communicate with people, to reach people and to connect with them. And a lot of what I do is just relationship building. And so, you know, I would really say that for anyone that's wanting to do this, it's it's a lot about your people and how you carry yourself and um, making intentional, like, just connection with other people to where they remember you and that later on you can ask them something or ask their advice and they will be willing to share it with you. And so a lot of it's not just like give and take or, um, or take and take and take. It's more of a sharing of knowledge and having the confidence of like, you really can never fail. It's just, you're just trying new things. Um, and it is very vulnerable to put yourself out there. And every single time I'm always shocked because I'm, I'm fairly, not shy, but I'm not very, not definitely not the first person to be like, Ooh, here I am. But with a drop and with putting your artwork out there, it is very vulnerable. And, um, I think it's just knowing that if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I'm just going to keep going and trying something different. So it's really helped me stand tall amidst it all. I think that's really, really, really great advice. Um, so one of the things that we, um, we ask is, would you be willing to talk with anyone in our community who's interested in either your work or your process, or um, maybe they might be looking for a mentor? Would you be willing to connect with others? Oh my gosh, yeah, that'd be so fun. That's like my favorite thing. It's like being helping people or just listening to them like with their creative thoughts. And so, or even just business stuff, is that would definitely be open. And internships could be super fun. So um, all of the above would be real wonderful. I'll be done. Well, that's great, especially internships. We know that everyone is always looking for those. So um, what we'll do is we will put some information in the show notes of how they can connect you with through your Instagram page. Um, and then we'd love to include in there how to sign up for your newsletter. Yeah. 
totally. That'd be awesome. Tell me what else. Any any memories about Darlington before before we let you go today, or anything else you'd like to share with our community? Yeah, you know, like the whole like sports thing. I was thinking back with your questions. I was like, oh my gosh, what sports was I involved with? And so I do remember this one time with Coach Hunt. Oh my god, he was so wonderful to me because I was so horrible. But um, we, I was like running in some race, and it was my first one. We've been practicing. I wanted to be part of the team because I was like, dude, it'd be so fun to like wear the little outfits and like have the social hour. It'd be great. Um, and I'm really fast. So I was like, oh, well, this will be perfect for me. And I could compete, but I was just, I hate being in front of people, which is really interesting. And so, um, you know, we're set and then he fires the gun and I like totally freeze up. Like I just like don't run. And everyone else just like takes off and he is just like, oh my God, run. <laughs> so it was horrible. But I think from then on, I was like, you know what? I just don't do well performing in front of people. I'm going to let the people do it and just do my own thing. So, um, but you know, he was really great because he helped, he let me still practice with the team. Um, even though I did not <laughs> run. So, um, yeah, Darlington is just like nurturing in that way. I think that they really care for the students and want the best for you and are going to help build you up. And because of that, I think it's helped make me who I am. Well, Laura, that's a wonderful memory. And just know that we at Darlington are so proud of you and everything that you're accomplishing and can't wait to watch your continued success and your beautiful work. And we'd love to connect you with those of our great people in Birmingham because there are a lot of great ones there. They may connect with you after they hear this podcast. (laughs) That would be great. I much appreciate it. Laura, I just want to say thank you for joining us and for connecting with the Darlington community. I hope you have a great day. Okay, thank you. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.